Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome to Tuesday evening. God bless you. This is uh, Deborah with you tonight on PGN. It is January 9th, rolling into the new year. So uh, praise God, good to be here. Thank you for joining us and God bless everyone who is listening or may listen at a later time. Uh, We thank you and uh, we enjoy this meeting place and, (laughs) oh, excuse me, and joining our faith together for the greater glory of God and for the word of God to come forth and to just even to send forth his word uh, that it might accomplish that in which he purposed on earth um, as he's released it and to just fragment um, the prince of this air um, so, uh, so that the prince of peace and the everlasting father and the mighty God may rule and reign and take dominion and take territories um, in his name. God is bless the Lord in Jesus' name. Hey, so um, last week I was talking about uh, the words align and the angels and, and some different things about that that I had shared uh, that came forth. And then I was reading um, in Acts, Acts 10 and Acts 11, the Lord was confirming and showing me some things in his word, even prophetically, um, some things between Peter and Cornelius and how the Lord moved and worked in that particular situation. And when uh, the Lord gave Peter his vision or trance, if you will, and the things that he um, demonstrated unto him and then Peter's revelation and as he was pondering it. So I just want to talk a little bit about that, just how the Lord moves prophetically and, um, you know, in his nature, giving knowledge um, and increasing his revelation. And then as we ponder it and meditate on it, what he reveals to us and how it's demonstrated even in the midst of that. Um, And then um, the Lord is very complex. Um, even in the Hebrew, the, or the Jewish culture, the Hebrew language, uh, which the scripture was originally canonized in, is um, that every letter in the Hebrew has a numerical value as well. So there's a lot of things that the Lord was revealing, um, even throughout the Bible, about his light, about being the one true God um, and the creator that overlap with the same numeric numbers when you add them up. Interesting. So um, I was just reading a book, finishing up a book from um, Mysteries from the Messiah that are revealed from Genesis to Revelation. So um, very interesting book and, um, yeah, good stuff. And as you know, when I've been with PGN for a while here, uh, when I first started, the Lord does speak to me in numbers prophetically um, showing me um, different things and reiterating different things um, and even imparting and giving me understanding um, through the number sometimes of what to say and what to pray and preach, whatever it might be, or confirm how he confirms sometimes with numbers as well. So praise God for that. And uh, we have to be careful with that as well. Just a word of caution here for those who look up numbers, even um, Google certain things. You have to make sure of the source and whom you're reading from because there's a lot of new age 
um, like to attach themselves to that or somehow move up to the line. I don't know. Google might show favoritism <laughs> in that area. I don't know. But just make sure you're reaching um, Christian sources with um, uh, or a resource that is pointing you back to the source, which is the Bible. So praise God. I guess that would be in all things, really. So let's commit this time um, to the Lord and um, give it unto him. Yes. So, Father, we thank you for this evening, Lord. We thank you for your blessings and your nature, God, for bringing forth things of increase, Lord, and blessing us in all things, Father. I, I say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the increase, Lord, when you, even when you give your knowledge, just a token of your knowledge, and sometimes it feels like a rock of your knowledge, Lord, or a rock of wisdom. Um, Father, we thank you, Lord, for every pledge and vow that we make before you, God. May it be honorable and trustworthy, Lord, um, and of you, certainly, Father, not hastily, Lord, um, but just coming before you, Lord, as servants, Lord, open-handed and open-hearted, God, I'm asking you to have your way in this place and in this house, God, this PGN and each individual, God, that's listening from their home or car or uh, dwelling place, wherever it might be, Father, we, we thank you for blessing them to their core, God, that they would know that you um, encompass and encircle them, God, with true acceptance and value and worth, Lord, that they would hear your words, that they would hear um, your affirmations and receive their identity, God, and be solid in that, Lord, uh, without wavering or without being tossed to and fro um, from the things outwardly, God, Lord. And, and I ask for even more confirmation. Father, to come forth um, to the people and their identity and who you've called them to be, God. And we thank you, Lord. And even how, how you did it and the things you've called them to do as well as you did with Peter that we're going to read tonight, God. So we thank you, Father, for your ways. We thank you that you've given us the ability um, to um, have access to all truth by opening us up in the spirit. Lord, and we thank you for leading us tonight. And anything you want to speak or teach or reveal, Father, we want to receive it, Lord. So we thank you, Lord, uh, you've given us the ability to speak forth your word and to use our voice and, and our prayers, Lord, and supplications and humble pleas before you, Lord, to move on our behalf, God. I pray for those also as well, Lord, that are experiencing storms of different types. I don't know if it's all up the East Coast or whatever that might be. Father, but I, I pray um, for the people and their protection, their safety, that they would have wisdom and every provision, Lord, and that you would grace them, Lord, and as you do and bless them, that they would be able to uh, grace and bless their neighbors and help others as well, God, uh, and the community, Lord, and to grow um, your very nature within them. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, praise God. Well, it's definitely raining here, and uh, every time it rains, it does. Something to my throat. I don't know what it is. I think it's something on the trees, perhaps. Um, so, pardon me if you actually, I'll just take a cough drop right now. Um, okay, God. So, I'm hoping to just release this. If we need to end early tonight, so be it. I belong to the Lord and ask for His direction and path on my life, and, and that's all good. 
So last week we were talking about, um, I mentioned the word how the Lord was going to do something with the aligning and the flow happening there, even if you're under apostolic <clears throat> aligning or some sort of church and covering with authority that is according to the pattern of the word of God. So I want to start there. Uh, well, actually both of these overlap, but uh, when the church was praying, and we talked about angels, that there would be uh, uh, angelic um, helps and propelling us to our destination and finding us and speaking, uh, finding us in the places that we, the Lord called us to serve in, right? And then also uh, teaching us along the way and ministering to us in different ways, but a lot of angelic um, interaction this year. I do believe that in Jesus' name. And, you know, whether, yes, I do believe that. Could be, yeah. Okay, could be many, a multitude of different things, just like there's a multitude of angels, a myriad of angels that could be demonstrated and manifolded by his grace in many different ways. So in Peter, oh, no, I'm sorry, it was, I said 11, I meant 12. Um, but they were praying. Peter was in prison. So I'm kind of going backwards here, but Peter was in prison. And it says in verse um, 5 that the church um, was earnestly praying to God for him. And then later on when he was at the in verse um, 12, it says the people had gathered and were praying. So they were actually in the house, I believe, at that time in someone's house, and then Peter knocked on the door on the entrance, and the servant girl, Rhoda, came and answered the door, and she realized it was Peter's voice. She was overjoyed and ran back without opening and explained, Peter's at the door. So there was um, an angel. She thought that was an angel. But even the praying together with the other saints is an alignment and um, purposeful where it's going to release angelic, you know, hosts and whatnot, right? So we know how Peter... Um, got out of prison as well. So I um, just wanted to say that. So get with other people. It just says you are, we are gathered here to pray and one accord um, to release, to release uh, the purposes of God and the will of God and the plan of God. And you might be doing the good things of God. You might be doing good things for him and in his name and serving him. And then move to doing great. It's the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. You do pleasing things that are to the Lord and saying yes to the opportunities that you have before you. Um, and even if it costs you, right? Like David said, I will not give to the Lord unless it costs me something. And sometimes that sacrifice and obedience and whatever that cost is, um, and giving to the Lord in order to serve according to his higher purpose and his higher calling you know, to um, see that his will is done and that his kingdom is being built. And you say yes to those things. And even the gifts that the Lord's giving you, um, if you're administering and um, serving with an opportunity that, again, builds his kingdom and his nature, and you have the opportunity especially to do it according to your gift and according to the flow that he's given you, then by all means, um, you should be stepping across those thresholds and saying yes to the Lord and moving forward in that. And then also um, 
you know, what, watching him, and when you do that, the other things, you know, that you thought were important, um, or maybe you were spending your time on good things, you will also realign yourself with the purposes, um, you know, and make your face like flint before him, you know, and become like an arrow, cutting through different atmospheres of opportunity um, and, and him placing you there, then even your heart, um, praying to him and being fixed upon his purposes and following him and knowing that you're doing such as such. And the other things, they just become strangely dim and all of a sudden you have more time and more desire and more energy and more opportunities to say yes to him. So praise God for that. As you align yourself. Okay. So what I wanted to read was uh, in Acts 10. Thank you for joining us tonight. Let me check on something real quick. So Acts 10. Okay, so we know that Cornelius was praying. So here's the thing, is it? And the Lord came to, actually, the angel, he distinctly saw an angel of God, it said, who came to him and said, Cornelius, um, and he responded, what is it, Lord? And the angel said, your prayers and your gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now send men to Joppa and bring back a man named Simon who is called Peter. He is staying at Simon the Tanner's, whose house is at the sea. And the angel spoke to him, um, had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier. So there were three men. Um, And he told them to go and he sent them to Joppa. So about noon the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up to the roof to pray. So now these men, these three men, are that from Cornelius, because the angel, later on Cornelius said it was an angel that a shot, was very shiny. Oh, how did he say it? He was, his clothes, he shined. It was an angel that shined with great brightness, that's what to him. Like a great light, if you will. So then, um, so while these three men, the two servants and the soldier, were on their way to find Peter because of the word that was spoken to Cornelius in Acts 10, um, Peter went up to the roof to pray, okay? He became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. And he saw heaven open and something like a large sheet being let down to earth by its four corners. And it contained all kinds of, so here's the vision or the trance, if you will. In the trance, here's the vision. We could say it that way. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles and the earth, birds of the air. And then the voice told him, get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. And then the voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. Okay, that was the word of the Lord. This happened three times. Three times he's seen it. 
And immediately the sheet was taken back to heaven. Okay, now here's the thing. Peter's in a trance. He sees a vision three times. Same thing, right? And even spoken to him, replied, spoken to him, and the vision. This does happen. So while Peter was wondering what the meaning of the vision was, so that means he did not have the interpretation yet. He was wondering what it meant. Okay, so these were animals on three sheets, very peculiar to me as well. Okay, just very peculiar. Okay, and so Peter, the Lord told him to eat. He's hungry, so it's very unusual how the Lord speaks in different dynamics and symbolically. And he's saying, oh, no, I'm not going to eat anything unclean. Because he's seeing unclean elements in the sheep. And the Lord said, do not call anything impure um, that God has made clean. Okay, so he's pondering what the interpretation is. So the men sent by Cornelius found him out by Simon's house where he stopped at the gate and they called out asking where he was and where they knew and they knew where Peter was staying. So while Peter was still thinking about the vision, um, so he's still pondering and wondering about the vision that, okay, still thinking about it means he did not have the interpretation. And in the midst of that, the spirit spoke to him. So knowing the spirit knows our inner thoughts and our inner being and what we're pondering and what we're thinking, right? You can find that in Psalm 139. Um, The spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you. Okay, again, look at the number three again. There were three, he's seen the vision three times. Cornelius, it was three in the afternoon, I believe, when Cornelius had his vision um, or when the angel visited him and spoke to him. So that's three, three, three. So the spirit says to Peter, uh, three men are looking for you. So get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the men, I am the one you are looking for. Why have you come? And the men replied, we have come from Cornelius and the centurion. He is a righteous and God-fearing man who has respected, who is respected by all the Jews, Jewish people. A holy angel told him to have you come to this house so that you could hear what you have to say. Then Peter invited the men into the house to be his guest. So isn't this interesting how the Holy Spirit (laughs) has the two of these people meet um, under the influence, this alignment that is happening and the angelic hosts and visitations and visions and words that are coming forth in order for this to happen. And, um, And even the greater alignment is that God is putting a calling on Peter's life. And now he's shifting things and putting a different calling in addition to what his own perspective was. And he was faithful in that and moving in that and, um, you know, obedient to it. Now Now God's opening it up and he's enlarging it to the next thing that he wouldn't even think of and he didn't even imagine. But God is making a way. And he was aligning things with Cornelius. He was aligning things on earth as it was in heaven. And so now here they are crossing paths or overlapping because of the grace of God and what the Lord and by, you know, God's invitation and then Peter's invitation to welcome, to welcome what God is doing in his life. 
in the, imita- in the invitation of Christ. Yes? Yes. So the next day, Peter started out with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa went with him. Um, okay, let me see. I don't have to read all this. So when Peter, so Peter goes back to Cornelius' house, and when Cornelius meets him, he fell at his feet in reverence. Okay, but because Peter is a humble person, a humble man, Peter, Peter made him get up and said, stand up. I am only a man myself. Talking with him, Peter went inside and found a larger gathering of people. So now Cornelius invited all of these people in the meantime. So when Peter comes back, like Cornelius and his family, friends, neighbors, workers, whoever, anyone he could gather, they're ready to hear. Wow, that is very devout and God-fearing, right? So um, he said to them, um, you are all, I'm sorry, sorry. You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with a Gentile or visit him. This is verse 28, maybe 20, yeah, 28. But God showed me I should not call any man impure or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without raising any objection. May I ask you why you sent me? So no, isn't this interesting? Because in the vision, so somehow he got the interpretation. Peter gleaned and received the interpretation. It doesn't tell us when he received it or how he got it. He was certainly uh, wondering and asking of the Lord and inquiring of the Lord, pondering in his heart, meditating on it. And somehow the Lord gave him the revelation. Whether it was the three men who knocked on the door Um, in receiving the vision three times, but in the vision, they were animals, okay? Now, now in all of creation, at the beginning of creation, animals and people are completely separate because God made man, humanity, in his own image. So we are not equal to animals. We have not evolved from animals. We are completely separate from animals. And so... The vision was of animals, and the interpretation came that it was man, that man was not impure or unclean. So I, I just want to say, it's in, I just want to say, when the Lord gives you a vision or comes to you and you're pondering, pay attention not only to what is happening in your heart, but what is happening outside of you in the moment that would relate to the interpretation and the understanding. And certainly we're asking the Lord to confirm those things. And, and you know in your spirit, like when it turns that key, it unlocks something like, yes, this is it. And you can write that down, note it down, date it, however you want to do it. Sometimes the Lord reveals even more. Because I don't think Peter has, Peter was like, okay, this is the man. Maybe this is the household I'm going to. This is it. This is what the Lord wants me to do. No, God unlocked so much more, right, for Peter. <laughs> like the whole, the whole Rome, all of it, you know, he unlocked so much more for him. But what if he would have just thought, oh, this is what God wants me to do. And anybody else that I run into that is a Gentile, I will share the gospel. Little did he know the, for lack, I don't even want to call it a platform because it's not that. It's not a showy thing. It's totally out of obedience and saying yes to the calling and to the nature and to the heart of God 
and in the mind of Christ. So I don't want to I want to diminish that or um, demoralize it in any way, calling it a platform when it's of Christ's heart and of Christ's mind and His revelation. Um, so so I we just want to look at this in a framing of when the Lord gives us something and how we can. Um, follow Christ in it, but yes, we have. He has the understanding in the moment, and he's going to have an open opportunity to him to to step into sharing the gospel with Gentiles. But that was just the start, right? That was just okay. So how all this comes together, and you can read this yourself, pray over it yourself, asking the Lord to reveal to you. So Cornelius. Um, so, but why, why did you send for me? So it's interesting. He's trying to gather the information, like, how did this all come about? I know what God did in me, but I want to hear what God did in you. But he's asking it in a framing of very lightly, right? Like, how, did, how come you sent for me, you know, open-ended? So Cornelius told him, four days ago, I was in my house praying at this hour at three in the afternoon, and suddenly a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayers and remembered your gifts to the poor. Send, send for Peter. Um, he told him where he was. He was a guest in the house of the sea. For, um, so I sent for you immediately. And it was good um, of you to come. Now we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. That's it. So the command of the Lord. So, so God put that in order and aligned to the command on earth. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right. You know the message of God sent to the people of Israel, telling the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached. How God, and I do believe the Lord's going to be doing this as well, or continue to do this, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the country and the Jews in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him from the dead on the third day um, and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all people, but by the witnesses whom God had already chosen. But us who ate and drank with him after rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that this is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. 43. All the prophets testified about him that everything, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking these words, still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message The circumcised believers who had came with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. 
Then Peter said, can anyone keep these people from being baptized with water? They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And then they asked Peter uh, to stay with them for a few days. So then it goes on and um, it goes on again when he enters into the church in Antioch and he's preaching and praying. In Acts 11, um, he just begins preaching again and praying and reiterating what he's seen from the Lord, what the Lord had spoken, and then the interpretation that he receives. Again, noting that he did not, it does not say when he received the interpretation, um, but he did. So the um, vision while he was in a trance, some of those elements cross over to, you know, could be the four corners of the sheets and the four corners being of the world. Uh, again, they were animals. Cornelius, it happened three in the afternoon. He sent three men. Uh, Peter saw the vision three times. So some of these things just crossed over. Um, and while he was still wondering, pondering, wondering about the meaning the Holy Spirit spoke to him, and these men showed up at his door. And I don't know if that's when he got the interpretation and put the pieces together. Um, it could very well have been. That was the transition and, the you know, the Gentiles at his door, uh, three of them. And um, as he was pondering it and what the Lord spoke, and so um, and knowing all that, that could have very well been when he got the interpretation and the understanding and began to say yes to the Lord, just said yes. So here it was um, as well, when, um, when the Lord speaks to us and he reveals his perception, perspective, excuse me, from heaven unto us, it's very transformational when it's him, right? When it's, when it's the Lord, it's very transformational in us. And not only, and immediately you can say yes to that and be changed when it's from the Lord, because Peter wanted to walk uprightly and devotely to the Lord. And with the Gentiles, you know, there were laws and there were things that culturally shaped his perspective for many years. And now the Lord immediately changed his perspective into God's perspective. And he was faithful and obedient to serve in that manner and didn't really go back. So uh, we thank you, Father, for this word, Lord. We thank you for the alignment. Um, in our lives, Lord, in the listeners' lives, Lord, the things that are you doing and the pieces that you're putting together, we thank you, Lord, um, and let them know that it's okay to ask questions. Like when Peter asked Cornelius, "May I ask why you sent why you um, why you sent for me?" Because you want to hear what's happening in the other person's life. You don't want to assume. Don't like. Don't tell me what the Holy Spirit spoke to me, spoke to you. Just it, how did this come about? How did how did my name come up? you know, at the round table in the office, like, I was finding, coming, like, what's going on? So, um, you know, asking broad questions, it's okay to put the pieces together and to see how the Lord is doing that. And, you know, that he is saturating your ground with his presence and his purposes for his way to take dominion uh, when those things happen, you know, and he gives you a voice, whether that is written um, you know, those who wrote the Bible, those who spoke in the Bible, and so and those are influenced 
uh, by the Holy Spirit. So we, we thank you, Father God, that you would bless them, Lord, that you're continuing to teach us to walk in your ways and to see your heart and your understanding, God. I, I thank you, Lord. Um, actually, Lord, I just want to pray right now if there's been any type of vision that we've had, God, and misinterpreted the interpretation. God, um, we ask that you renew our minds, Lord, that we might be transformed into your perspective that you would have for us, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, even as we're doing things, whether we're writing a scripture and that vision or that dream comes to mind, Lord, um, that we would note that, God, that you are doing something to renew our mind in that moment for that purpose, God. Help us, Lord, to have the clear uh, interpretation, Lord, and not to limit ourselves just to what we hear in the spirit, God, but how it's manifolded uh, before us by your grace, Lord, and being able to have a clear interpretation with a clear understanding that is fruitful and um, brings forth your purposes and your understanding um, on earth as it is in heaven, God. So we thank you, Lord. We also would not, um, we do not want to limit each other. We do not want to limit your word. I do not want to limit your spirit, Father, and how you speak, Lord, but when we learn from each other, God, and grow in you for the purposes of God, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, as a people, as a church, Lord, um, on PGN and in faith, Father, Lord, those locally, God, and and um, here, God, um, in the nation and in the globe, God, as a church, Father, God, as we pray earnestly, God, praying to you, God, release your angels, Lord. Release those things, Lord, that, that are people that are in prison, you know, in prison in their mind, God, in prison, um, whatever, you know, close them in and um, box them in, I guess I should say is a better word, whatever is box them in, Lord, or they feel I don't know, Lord, caged or um, restricted, confined, whatever those things are, God, restriction, confinement, boxed in, God, even if it's just a stronghold of their thought, we pray earnestly, God, for them that you would send forth a release, God, that they would have a release, Lord, and that there would be um, evidence, Lord, of other people even testifying that, um, that they see what God did. They see the release and the manifold grace of God coming forth um, and testifying and confirming um, that you that you did a work, God, and even your angels helped you. Father God, we thank you for your angels, Lord, that you have assigned over our lives. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, the angels, Lord, and um, whatever aspects, um, you may have revealed to each person regarding their angels, Lord, um, or angel. Father God, we thank you for that angel right now, and we just acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge your obedience to our Heavenly Father to work on his behalf, and we thank you. We thank you for the work and the faithfulness that you're doing and the love that you're showing to the Father by being obedient to the commands he's given you. We thank you for that, for propelling us. We thank you for your purposes, your provisions. 
and the plan. May the plan manifold and be, be victorious. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise God, okay. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, one second. We're going to open the phone line. Mm. Okay. We just acknowledge the Lord for one minute at two minutes. Long. something we went by my sister-in-law's um, house my husband had sold it and they lived there for many years you know we had like thanksgivings and christmases there and we were on our way to um, another home gathering from church but we stopped there first uh, my husband had something to drop off to them and I haven't been back to that house since my sister-in-law moved out. So it was very odd for me, like even pulling in other people have been living there for months, you know? And I was like, this is so strange for me to be here. And it's not, you know, it's not my sister-in-law and her husband that live here and their family. This is just so strange, you know, because everything seems familiar on the outside, but I know inside, you know, the incidences are different. So we went through the side door. There's a screen porch and we knocked on the door, except, the door, that side door, if you're inside the house, you have to travel through the laundry room. I know that sounds strange. 
So we were knocking on the door, but that's the door that my sister-in-law would always have everyone come through instead of the front door. And so when nobody answered, John said, oh, you know what, maybe they use the front door. Um, they just do it different. You know, they just have people come to the front. I said, well, that makes sense. Let's go to the front door. So as we were walking around, I was, and very rarely did we use the front door. I mean, I don't even know if I ever really used the front door at her house. Maybe once, okay? Because um, there was a shower, maybe a baby shower, a bridal shower or something one time. But that was when they were having other guests. So anyways, we were walking. It was dark, okay, because it gets dark early. So it was very dark. And I was looking in the window because in their one window, it looked like they had a bunch of stuff stacked in there and it used to be something else. So I was like trying to try as I was walking, looking in the window saying, oh, is that the room? Like, is that the old playroom? They have all that stuff there. And I was like, I was processing as I was walking, but I was, had my head turned and there was a little step from the, um, the sidewalk. So like, it was like wooden, it went down a step, which is very odd at, anyways. And um, all of a sudden I stopped because I felt a presence before me. And I just realized, I think that was my angel. Even at the time, even at the time I thought to myself, I think my angel stopped me, was protecting me from taking another step with my head being turned because I would have completely crashed. (laughs) I mean, I totally would have fell. But I just stopped because I felt a presence um, and so I just stopped and I looked and I was right on the edge of the step and I was like, wow, I didn't even see that there was a step there. And anyways, when we got in the car, again, I was thinking, I don't even know why I stopped. I just all of a sudden stopped, but it was at the exact right moment and I felt a presence there. So, um, and the Lord just reminded me again of that. Um, so I was thankful for my angel thanking my angel all this week and angels for um, protecting me. And again, being obedient um, to what God's called them to do. That encourages us to be obedient, excuse me, to what God's called us to do and just how we can learn from their example as well, right? They're quick to obey. They're always worshiping the Lord, desiring his presence. Um, Again, obedient and willing, and I know angels have different assignments, some comfort, you know, some do his bidding, there's warring angels, rejoicing angels, uh, celebratory, they're ready to celebrate the things in the Lord, um, so, so we can learn from them as well, so praise God for that. Okay, so let's open our first um, phone line here, 828-442. Good evening, who am I speaking to? I think this is Jennifer. Oops, can you hear me? Hey, Deborah. Hey, this is Jennifer from North Carolina. Yes, yes. All right, very good. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me unmute you for a second, and I'll come right back. So, Father God, we thank you for Jennifer in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God. We lift her up, God. We lift her up, Lord, in Jesus' name, God. We, we thank you, Lord, and... Um, the Lord is your rock, um, and he is the rock of ages. You know, the Lord, I was uh, doing something this morning, praying, and the Lord spoke to me and, and was saying the rock of ages. And, um, and when I looked that up, I was like, well, where is that in Scripture, and what is that? So Isaiah 26, 4 says the rock of ages. Uh, no, that's not what it says. Uh, hold on. But it was talking about, hold on, I'll do this Scripture. 
it's, that's not the scripture that's quoted in there. It is, um, trust in the Lord forever. For um, in Yah, the Lord is an everlasting strength, and the everlasting is the rock of ages. So um, in trusting in him and we commit to him um, and lean into him, we hope confidently in him forever, um, and that we have an ever an unfailing source of strength through the rock of ages, which I thought was a beautiful word. And so when I did, I just heard rock and rock of ages. So we thank you, Father God, for demonstrating that word in Jennifer's life, God, and and um, thank you, God, yes, for that sustaining rock, Father God, that she leans on and commits to and trusts in and confidently hopes in. Father God, we thank you for that, God, that you are unmoving and unchanging, unshakable, and unchanging in all your ways, Father. And we thank you, Lord, as she confidently confidently trusts in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Wow. Uh, that seems to be what he's been speaking to me over the last two years is um, unshakable confidence in him. So I feel like he's just been bringing me back around to that, reminding me of that. That's a lot of confirmation for me. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your good works and your good words, Lord, that are sustaining and graceful and moving and inspiring and encouraging and building. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, Lord, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you. Oh, glory to God. Wow. Rock of ages. He talks to me in rocks a lot, but rocks. He's always speaking, like showing me things in rocks and stuff. And then rock of ages. I'll have to study. I'll have to study that. Some in some detail. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank yes. you. Amen. Well, do you have any um prayer requests? Um just that he just continued to guide me and lead me and just um yeah, the end confusion. Like I know confusion is not of him, so that he just would give me more clarity. And I guess for my my children are going through some things that and actually need to know one needs to be brought back, um, kind of like a prodigal, and the other one just needs to know know him. Okay. Let's pray that now. Thank you. I'm going to close your phone line. Thank you so much for joining us, and God bless you. Okay. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, and lift up Jennifer to you, Lord, and her prayer requests, Lord, and, and all the saints, Lord, together as we're gathered in this place. 
Lord, in one accord, we're lifting up her needs to you, God, and, and anyone else that's even listening, God, that has similar needs, Lord, we thank you that you are a God of order, God, we thank you for putting things in order and aligning them according to your order, according to your authority, your power, um, your might, your counsel, Father, your peace, Father, may they align. Father God, putting the pieces together, Lord, and, and causing it to be um, a solid and a sure foundation, Father God, um, that is unshakable, God. We, we thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we thank you um, for direction that, um, that she is asking for, Lord, and, and we know that even in asking, God, um, she is committing her way to you, God, in faith. God, so we thank you. We thank you, Lord, um, for the direction of her step, that you would illuminate that with your light and your lamp on each step, Lord, and each step, whether it be with joy or peace, that you were leading her and sending her forth, Father, and, and let it be confirming to her spirit, God, because sometimes things can be like... Um, we have that inward peace, but sometimes we're nervous, like, oh, I don't think I can do it. But, but we're going to lean, keep leaning into the spirit, and the spirit's going to bring it forth. Uh, and he's gently going to do his work when we, you know, intentionally lean into him. But you already know that. So, Father, we, and we thank you, Lord, for um, clarity. Lord, as you shed forth your light um, and be circumspect in all areas in Jennifer's life and in her heart and her mind, God, and on her path, Lord, in her direction, God, we she asked, asking for your clarity, God. So we, we pray that you meet her um, in the place of her need with your great grace. And we pray for her children as well, God. We ask for um, the return, Lord, that you would blot out transgressions and sins, Lord, um, and, the, and that one child, even though it might be an adult child, would return to you. Father, that they would be redeemed, Lord, and I thank you for giving both of them the humility um, and the understanding and the knowledge of you, Lord, uh, well, to grow in that knowledge, Lord, that they might receive from you, Father, with, um, again, courage and humility, Lord, as they meet with you and um, yield to your ways, Father. We thank you, Lord. Anything, Lord, or any relationships that are disruptors, Lord, or that would disqualify, um, Lord, from the spirit reaching them, Lord, but I, I don't know how that would be because I know that you're mighty and your work to deliver, God. So we thank you for your warriors, Lord, but remove the things in their lives, Lord, that are, that are hindering the work of um, your kingdom work, God, and, and place, place those uh, people and works in their lives, Lord, that will build up the kingdom, God, and be kingdom producing in their lives as well, God. We thank you for doing an alignment there and overlapping the placement of the alignment of your purposes for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, praise God. Okay, let's go to the next caller. 804-218, good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? This is Angie. I'm calling from Virginia. <laughs> hey. hey, Angie. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Hey, let me I'll pray for you. Close your line for a second. There we go. 
Okay, so Father God, we thank you for Angie, Lord, in Jesus' name. We lift her up to you, God. Um, so I see your steps, like your steps overlapping into placements of like it's even almost like you're stepping up as well, but it may not be as noticed because it's really overlapping with the other steps. Um, kind of like when you walk up a side of a mountain, or no, maybe that's not the best analogy because it's not really steep steps. They're like over gradual overlapping steps, but they are um, moving you. They're moving you forward and they're moving you up. Somehow it's, you know, like stepping up as well, but it's not like a full step. It's very gradual. Like you might not even notice (laughs) that you're actually doing it. It's like, it's almost like you're walking, but you're stepping up at the same time. And so we, we thank you, Father God, for overlapping those things, Lord, and the placement um, of her feet, God, in Jesus' name. Yeah, I don't know what that is. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father God, Lord, for her steps, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for her steps, Lord, and overlapping her path with her steps. Um, that is, that is um, where she's stepping up, that's building her up and elevating um, her place in you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for her faith, Lord, in each step that she takes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, and it is a, well, I mean, I know all of us just need this, but it is according to the Lord's, because it's like an ancient path, and it is a humble path, and a, um, you know, maybe not everyone would even take this path, like, because it doesn't look like, you know, where it says Jesus, even himself, that nobody, he was a man, nobody really would have been drawn to him. Do you know what I'm saying? He, he would not have had social media, you know, whatever. He would not have had that type of worldly, um, you know, where people were drawn to him for materialism. And certainly that wouldn't have been the Lord. Anyway, right, he wants people to walk away from materialism, right, and humility and to build a different type of kingdom according to his purposes. So this path is very humble, and it's like you have to know and serve the Lord to take this path, to have even an interest, to walk in this path. And I see you taking it again, and it's these gradual, it's, a, it's not laborious. You know, it's just you're walking and these things are overlapping. And I don't know if it's just that you're walking in the path of the ancient path, the way the Lord did was very humble um, and to meet people where they are along the road. And whatever that is, is it's, it is, um, again, like a building up and a stepping up at the same time each time. And you're doing it with ease and humility and you know, comfort in the sense of it's not laborious. It's like this is the path that you chose, the path that you're on, and you know, like content, I guess is a good word. Um, but um, just thinking even of Jeremiah 6.16 where it says, look, um, you know, at the path and choose the ancient path. And, and really, that's following in the ways of Christ. And he had great humility, great humility and where he was and where he was led and, and how he was led and how he even responded at times. Um, and to the different people and the different groups of people, 
um, that needed him, you know, and that needed, there's different responses, um, you know, there's different responses there, but things that were needed to, to open people's eyes and hearts to the kingdom of God. So praise God. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Praise God. So that's very good. Yay. Very good. Oh, I'm sorry. I got the wrong. I'm sorry. Unlocked the wrong number. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. Sorry about that, Ange. Okay, there we go. Okay. I was telling you, I've gotten that one before, long ago, about the ancient path. Not how I was taking the steps, but it was, you know, going the ancient path, you know. Okay. So that's kind of that's kind of crazy because it brought it back to my memory. Ancient oh, wow. path. Yeah, that's cool. Mhm. Yeah, that's very good. I'll have mm-hmm. to I'll have to research what ancient pathways, you know, are. Yeah, and I think in your word too, it was. Um, I was relating it to following where Christ walked and how Christ walked on earth in a very humble ways, um, but in the uh, pathways of crossing paths with other people, like he knew how to um, minister to them. He, you know, it was different and all, you know, like, you know, like the Pharisees needed to be talked to differently because he was trying to awaken them to the kingdom of God and where they were wrong. And that wasn't truth, you know, and they were teaching it as truth, not only believing it in themselves, but leading a lot of other people. And it was a disruptor to Christ. You right. know, and he was trying to disrupt their spirit, you know, but, but in this passing that uh, way that I'm seeing you on, it's like, it's like, there's very much a, um, it's like there's a covering and it somehow was very peaceful and content um, and a covering when you're following Christ and stepping and um, as as he as he led, you know, and did things different in his kingdom than he did, you know, because they were looking for a king, so he could have he could have said, oh well, this is what they're looking for, and this is where their eyes will be. I'll just use this circumstance. I'll use this thing that they already have their attention on, and then use it to draw them to me. He did not. He did not do that, you know. He stayed true right. to who he was and, and tried to get the other people to turn from where they were to walk on his pathway and to follow him. And so I see you following him, again, in humble ways on this pathway that's overlapping, but it's like um, building up and a level up at the same time, you know. But it's not, it's not strenuous for you. And as I'm saying that even right now, you know, the verse that talks about um, be yoked with him and learn from him for his burden is easy and it's light. And, and that's what I'm really seeing is that you're like you're yoked with Christ. You're learning from him and you're following him. Very humble ways. And it's very it's very content, contentful. And there's some sort of covering, you know, where it's not you're not disrupted by the things of this world. 
Um, but there's definitely, a, like, a again, a covering in it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like, hey, I'm going to come follow it's you. It's one thing to be on the ancient path, but it's another thing to have the covering to be on that because, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, There's that's some weird good. things that happen in the ancient ways. <laughs> yeah. Donkeys talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Snakes talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. So Bushes burn. <laughs> talk. We can yeah. go all weird if you want to. <laughs> but anyway... Well, hey, Jesus maybe they're going to write a book about you. To, huh? Maybe they're going to write a book about you. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. How, yeah, I have, how are you doing? I have, I'm doing pretty good. I was, it's storming here really bad. We've had yeah, serious true. rain, and we have tornado watch. In winter. Yeah, we did too today. And it's yeah. 61 degrees outside. Yeah, I don't know. Let me check our temperature. I don't know what ours was. It was cold. I wasn't, haven't been out since this morning. Oh, it's 51 here. So we, still where are you from there, in Texas? Where, very, you, um, no, no, I'm, no, I'm not in Texas. I'm in South Carolina. South Carolina. Well, you're in the south. Mm-hmm. You're in the south, so you're not supposed to yeah. be cold either. But usually Virginia's cold in, in January and February. I mean, it's uh-huh. bipolar a lot, but you uh-huh. know, you, we usually we're usually not in the 60s. You know. Yeah. So anyway, but we're having we're having those. Did you have storms today? A lot of oh rain. Oh my gosh! Yes, all all day. Yes, and very windy. Yes. Yes, that's what yeah, we're having school. now. Yeah, they canceled school. Did they cancel school at your house? I mean, at your location? Uh, they let them out early, yeah. Oh, okay. They let them out early. So I guess I guess when it's extreme weather, they don't want to take the chance because one time here, they the children were all locked into schools until 8 o'clock at night. Parents were mad. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I would be mad, too. Yeah, your children don't go home until I get home until almost nine o'clock riding the school bus. So that's bad. So I guess they decided to do it because you know there's a lot of low, (laughs) uh, a lot of lowlands. So, yeah. So we've had an unusual. If this was snow, boy, this would have been a good, 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 good walk, but it's not. So, yeah, it'll probably been been about two feet. <laughs> yeah, so. I think some. I, I mean, I heard some places up north were supposed to get a lot of snow. So, and about yeah. that much. Yeah, so, so I haven't checked. when it hits up there, it's going to hit cold. <laughs> but they yeah, won't yeah, have the benefit sure. of the southern southern breeze. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. But thank you for, for your sure. prayer. It was beautiful. I enjoyed the ministry. Being ministered. Absolutely. Too. 
Well, I count it a privilege to pray with you and the others. And do you have any prayer requests? Um, no, but I forgot what I was going to say. I, I got a revelation, but I forgot. I didn't write it down. I should have. And off and on oh. all day, I said, I need to write that down. I need to write that down and never did it. So so when I wanted to share it, which is now, I can't, because guess what Angie didn't do? <laughs> write it down. <laughs> Right, let's so just I ask apologize. the Lord for a second. No, my husband second. my husband does this sometimes. He does it sometimes too. And I say, let's just ask the Lord right now. Father, we thank you, God, for for everything that you speak to Angie, God. She's she's blessed us here on PGN, Lord. I, I know there's things that she's spoken um that that are from you that I've been able to use actually just this last week. You well, you were sharing, I think last week or the week before about you were talking to a young man and you said you have to decide what kind of man you want to be. And I said, wow, there's a lot like that's from the Lord. And I was able to use that. It was like timely. It wasn't, it was very motherly, kind. And um, anyways, that, but that was a wisdom of God. So we thank you, Lord, for just um, gently reminding her and recalling to her remembrance, God, uh, the revelation that you spoke. We ask these things humbly, Lord, in Jesus' name. And it happens to me, too, because I think, oh, I'm going to write it down because it's so close to you and it feels like it's yours and then it slips away. And that's when I know it's the wisdom of God. Like, that was the wisdom of God. Oh, no, it's blowing away in the wind. I have to go get it. <laughs> yeah. I can't, so, I, can't, um, I, I can't even remember what, what it was that, 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 that triggered it, that I got such a, a wow on it. And it was like. And I dwelt on it all day. On Sunday, it kept coming in and out, you know. So I, you know, uh-huh. I, I should have write it down. I don't, you know, it's not coming to me at the moment. I don't. I just can't even okay. remember what I was thinking that morning. Well, when or you do what, remember, what write it down. It. Make sure. You, yes, go I get will. your notebook and your pencil, and then you can. You can have it have, later. Have, have, have it ready, huh? Yes. And yeah. I know it'll be good. So, uh. yeah. Well, I'll have to okay. call you next yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We can wait. All for right. It. All right. I Take love care. You. Love you, you too. Bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, eight zero three nine nine one. Is this Angela? Yes. Hello, Deborah. It's Angela. How are you doing? Good. Angela, South Carolina or Georgia? Angela, South Carolina. <laughs> yes. South Carolina. Okay. I thought it was your voice when I opened it a second ago. Um, I was like, I think that's Angela's voice. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Let me mute this for one second. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. So, Father God, we thank you for Angela, Father. In Jesus' name, we just lift her up to you, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for her stance in you, God, as she is watching 
and waiting, God, even the, like, um, I don't know if that's that word intuitive, but, like, I think it is intuitive, like, watching and waiting, like, um, yeah, watching and waiting, and just that intuitive nature of, like, of almost knowing um, like when to look and when to watch, even though you haven't even seen yet. Like there hasn't been that glimpse um, yet, but like the, the intuitive knowing when to watch and when to wait and then being very like in your stance in that is very stealth, if you will. Um, Um, I don't know, stealth, stance. I guess the outcome of it would be stealth, but you're, but the stance in it is very, what is, is a good word, adjective for that, what I'm seeing? It is very, um, thank you, Lord. Kind of like um, my husband's, uh, sometimes I remember when the kids were younger and we lived in Oklahoma, um, I would somehow know, like right before he would come home, um, you know, and not that he would come home at the same time every day. He didn't really work a nine-to-five job. Um, but somehow I would know, like right before he would come home or, or I would do something like this, like I would make tacos for dinner, but he had tacos for lunch. Like whatever I would make for dinner he somehow he had that for lunch, so we were like intuitively on the same wavelength, if, if you will. You know, I know we can call that even a prophetic, um, you know, picking up on that prophetically, but that intuitive, like um, sensing it before it's actually even revealed, and watching and seeing you take a stance and watching um, and waiting, you know, and and watching and waiting. It's not just that you're looking. You're perceiving, um, and you're taking it in, and, you're, and intuitively perceiving and taking it in. But you're, if there's, there's like you're active in that, right? So when we're watching, I'm talking about um, not only seeing with our spiritual eye and our natural eye, but praying. It's a sense of praying in your inner being as you're watching. You know, um, you know the word says to go into your inner room. Um, and close the door and what's done in secret and your father will reward. Well, you can be sitting, waiting, or standing in line or sitting in line somewhere waiting. Um, and intuitively and innerly, you know, you're speaking to the Lord. It's in your inner room, your inner place um, that you're taking that stance. And, um, you know, a lot of times that, well, I mean, um, I was going to say, one of our other churches where I was, you know, well, I feel like I'm always developing and growing and my gift and learning. But um, in that particular instance, um, I used to sit further back in the church because I could somehow pick up on the spiritual atmosphere that was in the room, in the sanctuary I'm talking about. And, and I would pray through it because during worship and I would pray um, and the worship songs that were coming through and the words, there's a lot of things there I'd pray as well. And, um, you know, there were times where I picked up on there were, um, for a little bit, there were some Jehovah Witnesses coming to, you know, our non-denominational church. And I sensed in the spirit the disruption 
and was praying and interceding through that. And the Lord sent the right people to speak to these people that were able to minister to them with great knowledge and great wisdom, you know. So there's a peace in that um, that we have, you know. And I don't, maybe, I don't know if I, I might have shared that with a couple of people, but, um, you know, we each have our pieces according to our gift and, and what's happening in the moment. So I really, but I really do see the Lord using you in that, this intuitive watching and waiting and the stance that you're taking um, before the Lord. And again, all of that is like a very stealth, strategic um, um, before the Lord and, and you know, not before the Lord, although all things are before him, but for the Lord, like for the purposes um, of the Lord. So, and very important, you know, very important um, for what he's accomplishing um, on earth. So praise God. Praise God. Amen. Hmm. Wow, when you say it stands, that stance is kind of like standing your ground, I guess, so to speak, stance, the meaning of that. I have to look yeah, it up. Me, I think that's what it means. Let me see. Oops. Let me see. Um, okay, yeah. So uh, the way in which someone stands, especially when deliberately adopted a person's posture. So it is very, so I would say deliberate is a very good word. So your stance is you're very deliberate. Um, okay. And you're watching and waiting for him. And, you know, it's like, and there's like uh, the intuitiveness to just jump into it and be deliberate. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the moment, like in this moment, um, like I need to, you know, there's something deliberately, like intuitively you're picking up and then mm-hmm. um, deliberately watching and waiting. But it's, it is a definitely a prayerful, being prayerful and in tune. Um, to what the Holy Spirit's doing. So, well, you're you're exactly on it, Deborah. I thank you for that because you, you, your words are just right on time. I mean, that's what I'm doing right now uh, with a situation, and um, has to do with my family and stuff. But um, that's exactly what I'm dealing with, and I'm just something I've wow. never done before in my life. So, that's I thank you, God, for mm-hmm. that confirmation because. You are you, that exactly what I've been trying to, you know, asking him, you know, how long I need to stay where I am um, before he tells me to move or tells me to, like you said, take action. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. I'm just kind of being still right now because I have peace of mind. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's wow. good. So praise God and know that you're. that is really the Lord. The Lord is really doing that, you know. So, yeah. um, you know, the influence of the Holy Spirit, yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. Do Do you have any prayer requests before we let you go? Well, you just pray with my family. Just this unity will really be solid and in the Lord, and not just backbiting and and phonyism. We say that word. Yeah. So that God will bring His truth and light to this family because um we need it. Yeah. You can just pray over them. That'll be. I appreciate it. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. And I God bless Thank you. Thank you so and, much. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me, I'm going to pray. I'm going to close your phone line and pray for you. But um, okay. thank you. Thank have you. A good, God bless have you. Have a good night. God bless you. You too. Uh-huh.
for things. And we said that at the same time. I was like, there's the unity. God bless you, Lord. We come into agreement with her prayers, God, for unity for her family. God, let it be so. God, let it be echoing, God, in her family, unity, Father God, in the heart of the people, Lord. We pray for pride. God, we pray against it, God, that you would, um, that they would harness their pride, Father God, and lower their pride, Father God, in Jesus' name. I pray for humble hearts, Lord, that you would remove stony places um, in people's hearts and in people's minds, Father God, Lord, in Jesus' name, God, and even placing the willingness, showing them, Father, however it is you do, Lord, we know even, we know, Father, you use various measures and means to speak to people, and show them, Father God, to move towards and to lean into each other, God. And, and, and we do pray, God, a humility um, and, and harnessing that pride, God, binding it in Jesus' name. And we thank you for your grace and truth, God, to shed forth and to shine on, God, and that family, Lord, to bring forth unity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So praise God. Hey, I'm going to um, play a song real quick. I, ha- I have one thing I need to take care of. And then I do have a couple callers um, that are on the line. So if you do want prayer, I need you to press one on your keypad because I'm going to um, probably end early tonight because I do have a- another commitment. I did want to not come at all because that would make me sad. Um, so let me see. Let me find a song that's not too long. Um, Let's see what we got here. Let's see. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, and I see that hand, but I'm going to hold on. Thank you. Thank you for responding. A lot of these songs from doing, um, you know, remember when I used to come on Saturday nights, like once a month, years ago? Um, well, some, so some of these songs are like nine-minute songs. They're super worshipy. Um, they're super worshipy songs, which I totally love. Okay, so um, let's see. I only need a few minutes. <laughs> got to find... Um, Oh, that's not my song. Okay. Um, let's do this one. This one's good. This is ministering song. Okay, I'll be right back. Let's make sure that starts. Yep, there we go, guys.
Okay, praise God. Six oh eight nine six. Oh, good evening. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Hello. Hi. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Shannon. Shannon. Okay. I thought maybe that was. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Let me pray for you. Thank you. I'll mute you for a second and I'll come back. So, Father God, we thank you for Shannon. Lord, we just lift him up to you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for his heart before you, God, as a seeker and a searcher, God, in Jesus' name. Thank you. I see you, like, seeking. And when I said searcher, I'm seeing you, like, scan the, um, survey the area, the terrain, survey the terrain and the area. And actually, the Lord is, like, the Lord is watchful. Um, I mean, it's like, it's almost like you're doing his work or you're doing, like, the Lord is watching you. He's doing, he's not, like, curious, like, hey, what are you up to, son? You know, it's like, um, it's like he's having you do this. Um, and you're participating with um, with the Lord and doing it, even though you're seeking and searching. It's like there's a sense where you're in that you're participating with what the Lord has for you um, in that. So we thank you, Lord, for bestowing your blessings, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you would give him even night goggles. Lord, and night vision, those little things where you can see in the night, God, so that he can see clearly, God. He can discern through all circumstances, day and night, night and day, Father God, and giving you praise, Lord, in the search, God, giving you honor um, in the seeking, Father God. And we pray, Lord, that he would find, God, that this would be be, um, a search of finding, God. And we thank you, Lord, for revealing your wisdom and your knowledge unto him, God, may it increase, Lord, in his learning and in his understanding. In Jesus' name, you know, sometimes, um, well, sometimes in our church they talk sometimes about, like, their soul. But, so, but here's the thing is that, um, well, we do all have a soul, and our soul is being sanctified, right? In John 17, and the Lord said, sanctify them in your truth, and my word is truth. So our souls are being, we're justified by faith and through his blood um, and sealed for the day of redemption, and then we're being sanctified our souls, right? But even getting to know our own souls in our own ways helps us to recognize the spirit even a lot quicker because we can get ourselves out of the way. I mean, there's always surprises and blind spots (laughs) and the Lord going deeper um, and showing us, you know, like sometimes he presses on an area and it's to get us to clear us out so that we're completely dependent and relying on him. And then he comes through because he, because he has a way of navigating things. Um, so we learn about who we are along the path of even our searching and even our asking um, or desiring, you know, and so, um, but all of that is the process of being sanctified as well. But then again, like I was saying earlier, it helps us to recognize the spirit within us a lot quicker, too, I think. I mean, it's helped me um, to navigate uh, through the voice of the Lord and how he's speaking. And, um, and the Lord knows, like, how we're trusting him as well, right? So even in the things that he speaks um, in the search or the discernment, 
Uh, we're trusting in him with, we're trusting him with that. And that does bring him honor. So Father God, we thank you uh, for what you're doing, God, um, in Shannon's life, God. In Jesus' name, God, I thank you for showing him and continually, God, your sovereignty, your love, and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask if you'll pray for my finances again and who God has for me. It's I was in the negative in my account a couple times this week, and I'm making ends meet, but it's like touch and go all the time, and it can be stressful. And uh, I'm in the slow season for my job, and then uh, so that and just trying to be open to moving in the right direction towards a person or timing. Sure, absolutely. Yes. Let's pray pray a blessing on that, an agreement over your finances and your future um, godly godly companionship that would lead to marriage. In Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Father God, whoa. There we go. So, Father God, we thank you uh, for Shannon, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, we, we pray, Father God, for a blessing on the land and where he's serving, Lord. We pray that you open up um, customers, clients, contracts, God, and make provision for him, Father God, that he's opening himself up to you, God. And, and we're asking, God, um, for wisdom wisdom and every provision, Father God. And we thank you for the grace, Lord, even doing creative works, Lord, as it sounds like you already have, Lord, just acknowledging the um, creativeness to resolve and dissolve um, things financially, Father, um, that that by your blood you resolve and dissolve, God, and you. um, So even how he's navigating with what he does have, Father. So we thank you for blessing him, God, and bringing forth the increase in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, uh, for fortitude of faith as he looks to you and he's trusting in you, God, and seeking you. Lord, uh, again, Lord, even the word that came forth of him seeking and searching, God, that you give him that discernment. Lord, even in his finances, even in his um, uh, searching for jobs and clients or contracts, God, we we ask for your favor and your blessing on that, God, that you would open that up to him, God, and bless him in the land. Lord, to bring forth an increase with customers in Jesus' name. But Lord, to be fruitful, God, and where he walks in Jesus' name, as well as his um, efforts and steps and your provisions um, for him leading to um, godly companionship that would lead to marriage, God. We thank you, Lord, how he has vowed and devoted this to you, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, um, to fill it. Fill that desire, God. We know it's according to your word. God, um, and we thank you. We thank you for those steps and the crossings of path, timing, Lord. We thank you, Father, and we love you, Lord, and we're trusting you with that in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Okay, we have um, oh, it's 972-365. Is this, um, this is Rhonda? Yes, how you doing, Sister Deborah? Good, how are you? I'm good. I, I won't hold you long. I want to get prayer for my uh, little neighbor down the street that I help. She's uh, in the hospital, and what's going on is that 
her heart has a leak in valves, and they can't repair it because of her age. She's 84. And she's strong. She's strong-willed. She's pulled through a lot of other things worse than this. And, you know, of course, the doctor's got to come in and tell you word and word, and it kind of makes her sad, but the Lord has me there, you know, to encourage her about faith, mm-hmm. about him, put her trust and faith in him. Regardless of what medicine can't do, God can do exceeding abundantly above, you know, all that we ask to think according to the power that worketh in us. But what's getting me mm-hmm. is that <laughs> she have kids that haven't been here. One is coming Monday, but she's coming to try to clean the house out, sell a house, and put her in assisted living, which I understand that. But her motive should be to you know, repair what she has, broken with her mom, love on her mom. Then they had another friend of the family. It's like everybody is like, you know, when you, because she had me to call them and let them know she's in the hospital and she talks to them. Then they start talking about, oh, about a wheel and what she can sell and all of this foolishness, which I know it's important to get everything in order, but when somebody is, in a situation like this, they want to be encouraged. They want to be loved on. They don't want to hear all of that. And with her being 84, that's the last thing she needs to hear. Everybody wants your possessions, but they're not concerned about you getting healed. You know, well, she's, yeah. you know, just saying all this stuff. And it's very discouraging. You know, I've, I've, the Lord has had me talking to her about salvation, forgiveness, uh, for the last year or two, uh, not longer, and she'll tell you that's what I talk to her about, you know, when we have mm-hmm. conversations. So she, 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 she's been a Christian. She has a Bible. I think she dealt with some stuff with her late husband and then her children having unforgiveness. So I think that kind of, you know, brought up some stuff. But her name is Nancy. I just want prayer for her, you know, however the Lord desires. I told her he could heal you and you can live another 10 or 20 years. It's, it's in his hands. I said, regardless of what, you know, the doctors are saying, I said, you know, whatever God's desire for and will for your life. So I wanted prayer for her and and also that we continue to lift up Sister Evelyn because she went to the doctor, but there's still some things going on with her and her heart as well. So um, that's okay. what I wanted prayer for. Okay, yes, I was praying for Evelyn this week. Actually, I think I sat down to eat lunch, and the Lord laid her on my heart, so I did pray for Evelyn this week as well. Oh, um, so thank we'll you continue. so much. Yes, yeah, yeah I let so her much. know that, yeah. Um, okay, yes, yeah, so I'm going to thank you so much for joining us. I'm happy to pray for you, and let's pray for Nancy and Evelyn. Um, and I'm going to close your phone line, and then we're going to end the program for tonight. So thank you so much for uh, asking for that prayer. God bless you. <clears throat> Yes, God bless you, too. Love you. Have a blessed week. Thank you. You, too. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Okay. So, Father God, we thank you for Rhonda. God, in Jesus' name, we, Lord, Lord, we thank you for the voice of God and the heart of God, for her hearing from you, God, um, Lord, and just really in tune with the heart of God for the people, Lord. We, we thank you for that, Lord, how she ministers Lord, um, to all people, God, and even people, God, she runs into at the grocery store in the parking lot, Lord, in her testimonies, let alone, I mean, they're all her neighbors, God, um, and I know she does it um, for your glory and, um, and out of what you've dispensed in her heart, Lord, so, but we thank you, Lord, for her hearing, so it's just seeing you hearing and moving on behalf of the Lord, so we thank you for that obedience in that, Lord. 
and bringing that forth for your glory um, and her family and just demonstrating, God, just really demonstrating by example, like the ethics of God to um, minister to people. Um, you know, that in itself is teachable to your family. Just you doing it um, is teaching them, um, is teachable without the words. It's teachable, your actions and obedience and um, heart are an example to your family. So I thank you, Lord, for using that, Lord, to speak to them as she hears, God, that you would you take those acts of obedience from Rhonda, Lord, that her family would hear and see and know Christ more because of her in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we pray uh, for her neighbor, Nancy, God, in Jesus' name. We pray for a covering, God, and amending of that bell, Lord, uh, in Jesus' name, God, that you would cover that. Lord, we, we pray for her, her mind as well, Lord, that you would, um, the Holy Spirit, come alongside of her and just comfort her and give her ease, Lord, that the enemy would not use this to divide um, their household, Lord, their family, God. I pray, Lord, that they would use this to connect and to be um, united, God, and to speak peace one to another, Father God, and to make amends, Lord, whatever regrets or whatever things need to need to be um, brought to the table, God. Um, we pray by your grace and your great mercy to be dispensed upon Nancy and her family, God, during this time, Lord. And, and we thank you, Lord, just for the care um, and the love that Rhonda has that she can offer um, and give to her as well, God. We thank you, Lord, that that is even a sustaining grace um, and a sufficiency um, of Christ that you're offering her as well. So we, we thank you, Lord, to bless that and multiply it in Nancy's life, God. And, and again, Lord, mend that leakiness, God. Just mend it, God, with like you know, sent an angel to touch it and to heal it and to mend it. In Jesus' name, Lord, or even, yeah, Lord, just heal it in Jesus' name. And we pray for Evelyn as well, Father God. We pray for your restoration and health and healing upon her, God. We thank you for restoring all things unto Evelyn, Father God, and the things that she has um, asking of you, praying of you, God, interceding of you, God, that you would move on her behalf, God. We thank you, Lord, as your servant. Lord, that you would hear her prayer and her, hear her cry. And um, just remembering a verse I read earlier today. Let me see if I can find it. Um, yes, here in First Kings eight twenty nine. May the eyes, may your eyes be open towards um, Evelyn. Well, both here it says the temple, but night and day that this place to which you said, my name shall be there so that you will hear the prayer of your servant praise towards this place. So, Father God, we thank you for hearing Evelyn's prayers, God. And we pray, Father God, to your temple, God, on her behalf, Lord, that you would hear the prayers of Evelyn, God, and that you would hear the prayers of the saints, Lord, um, and the households of PGN, Father, directed towards her, Lord, for healing and restoration of health, God. Let there be wholeness. Let there be healing in her heart, God. Let there be... Uh, wisdom and discovering whatever whatever needs happens like from the doctors Lord um, we ask that as well Lord even if that redirects prayers with um, 
clarity, whatever it might be, Father, we thank you, Lord, that she would use all wisdom to gain access um, in her prayers, Lord, um, and for her benefit, Father God. We ask these things, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your prayers for Evelyn as well, God, that you would speak, Lord, that you would breathe life on her, God, and preserve from everlasting to everlasting, God. And we bless her. We bless Evelyn. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks for joining. God bless you. I know the time. Um, hold on one second. Just have a text. Oh. oh. Oh, yeah, so, okay. Did he, was that sent in the group text? I'm not sure. I think Randy has an announcement in the group text. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, I'm going to let him talk about what he needs to talk about. Okay, so praise God. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Shalom and many, many blessings. The blessings of the Lord and the gratitude of the Lord. Uh, be upon your heart and overflowing as you thank him. Thank him for his angels and propelling and purposing you. Thank you for the alignment in their lives, Lord, to meet their needs, God, and and the wisdom for every provision that they have need of, Father God. Um, In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Shalom.